Welcome to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I founded an eco-conscious pottery company called Oxford Clay. Now I don't just make pottery, I make resources such as books and courses for other potters who want to be more eco-conscious in their pottery practice. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about me sharing everything I've learned with you and I can't wait to get started. Let's go. Welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Tomlinson, and today I'm really excited to bring to you an interview that I had with a local Oxfordshire-based ceramicist called Emily Marston. So Emily Marston runs Emily Marston Ceramics, um, and um, it's me, me and Emily chatting about ceramics, and um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I really love talking to Emily, and yeah I just found it so nice to hear how another kind of potter makes their work you know the the way where Emily's ideas come from um how Emily makes her ceramics and you know just some things we just chat about like pottery in general the highs the lows um yeah so I'm really excited to bring you this episode and without further ado here's me and Emily's interview Emily it's so nice to have you here on the podcast oh thank, thank you so much. thank you so much for coming um so I'm joined today on the podcast by Emily Marston from Emily Marston Ceramics um so firstly Emily tell us about your pottery business oh thank you very much for having me um so I've been making for around five years now on and off around my uh, around my young family um so I hand build sculptural um, ceramic vessels and also uh, quite minimal um, porcelain jewellery. Um, I make at home. We're very lucky to have a space in the garden. Uh, when we moved in, uh, it was already here uh, as a framers workshop. So I kind of slowly took that over once I, once I started making. Um, so yeah, I make here in my garden in East Oxford. So that's so interesting. So you make jewellery and also you make you make vases as well. Um, is that right? So so tell us about tell us about the jewellery, because I have really limited experience of making pottery jewellery. And um, I know you make rings and you also make earrings as well, don't you? So I'd, I'd love to hear more about like the way you make those. Yeah, it was actually um, happened by kind of coincidence. I had rolled out a slab quite thinly and and. Um, and I'd cut something out the middle and I was like, oh, that's kind of like a ring <laughs> ring size. And, I, and then I kind of cut around and, and then started to experiment. I was like, oh, maybe they could, you know, be turned into something else. Um, and then, yeah, I did, it was just an experimentation from there, really. And I'd always loved, um, always loved jewellery, um, like, um, from independent makers and things. So I was always uh, kind of interested in that side of things. Um, and yeah, so they're all made uh, from a, por a porcelain slab, essentially. And then I'll use uh, colours clay to roll in different patterns. So they're all, um, they're all going to be kind of individually uh, 
patterned and coloured and um, all different. So, um, yeah, I've also made some necklaces as well, in which I use the, um, well, often use a kind of um, a silver clay on the inside. Which I don't know if you've you've come across that. Yeah, I've yeah. actually never come across silver clay. How does that how does that work? So it's um, you can paint it on. So it's made up of recycled um, uh, fine silver. So parts like old electronics and things like that. Um, and then it's it kind of sits in an organic binder. And then so that means you can paint it on. And then um, so you put it paint it onto whatever surface you want to. And then you fire it to relatively kind of low temperature, like about six or six or eight hundred degrees, um, um, and then it burns off the organic binder and leaves the silver left. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a really interesting discovery for me. My mind was kind of going, hmm. <laughs> "What else can I do with this?" Yeah, it's nice to have those. Um, yeah, to, that it uses the recycled materials as well. Yeah, definitely. And I know you fire your stuff as well, don't you, with um, renewable energy. You fire all your work yes. with renewable energy. Yeah, yeah I no, do. That's, yeah. that's so fantastic. Um, so um, what brings you the most joy in your pottery practice? Oh, oh lots of things. <laughs> um, I think um, one of the things is, you know, when you've been working on something or had an idea in your head for a long time, um, and you've experimented and it's come through the kiln and and it's worked <laughs> that's quite a big joy um because uh there is a lot of experimentation isn't there when you're kind of trying to get to to kind of having the object that you've kind of had in your head for a long time um i think i think one of the other things is is um seeing what so working with other people through pottery um so i've i'm i'm going to be running some workshops and i've i've done a couple of tests and it was just i just really loved having having other people in the studio and then just seeing what they created and then putting their work into the kiln and then when when I gave it to them, it was just like a total joy to see, you know, other people what other people had created and how different the other people's work was. And yeah, that's really yeah, a wonderful thing. That's so amazing, about pottery, isn't it? Because it's like it's almost like it comes like everyone's so individual, and then their pottery is really individual. So there's and because there's so many different ways of making stuff in pottery, I think it's just it it really allows you just the kind of like your own your real kind of own creative aesthetic to like come out, doesn't it? And it's amazing. I think even when you're very just starting out at pottery, you know, like in the very beginning when you're just experimenting with like different ways of making stuff, I think even your kind of innate. Um, the way you create you know your innate aesthetic like that comes out as well so it is it's so amazing even from the very first pot isn't it that you can see that in people and yeah I love that I think it's I think it's that transition isn't it from like having made something from say like wet clay or something to then it being like a physical like fired object it's like magic isn't it that's the thing that's yeah. always just 
just yeah really like I just love it <laughs> I'm just like lifts yeah. my heart when I see it yeah yeah and I think it always that that kind of how much things change when you put them into the kiln especially I find with the jewelry because once the porcelain's dry you can almost really not see the patterns that much because the colors are so muted and then kind of when you open the kiln and they're all just kind of multi like bright and it's just that that change is just yeah really fancy yeah completely because a lot of the glazes as well they're the same aren't they you sort of dip something in and it's like some kind of I don't know quite often glazes all look kind of the same don't they like a sort of grayish whitish kind of powdery yeah. surface and then you know you fire in it goes to like a bright color or something it is amazing it's like yeah. it's just yeah it's, it's an incredible process um, yeah and have you faced any um sort of challenges in your pottery practice um, I think because I, um, I'm self-taught, so I didn't, um, I did, I did do one Saturday class, which I, I mostly did throwing, and uh, which, which I really loved actually, but, um, I, I ended up, uh, hand building everything. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of, it feels like a kind of series of challenges, <laughs> in terms of <laughs> um in a good way in, in that I'm learning from them or um I think yeah I think it's a it's a real resilience builder in that in that way ceramics um I think it's uh I think you I found that I've got used to potentially opening the kiln and it not being where what I wanted it to be and kind of okay right <laughs> where do we go from here and what do I need to change about the process and and as you know it can be so many you know it could be one of so many different things or multiples of those things um yeah so I think and, and I think the other thing is um kind of a level of perfectionism that I've just had to um work with in a different way I suppose with with clay I've, I've um I definitely have a tendency towards wanting everything to be like just just kind of so and actually there's a point with clay that I found that I've just had to say this is it is a natural material and it will there's so many processes involved here that there will be that element where things might look different to how I expected them to um and that's all part of it like that has to be um yeah part of that part of that process I think you know I yeah. empathize with that so much I think that whole resilience piece it's I, I really just think yeah it's it, it really teaches you just to kind of like try I guess like to to concentrate on like the process of making rather than necessarily the outcome I think that's the thing for mm. me there's been so many times I've been really disappointed with the outcome and then kind of um try to think of it more like a practice you know almost like a yoga practice or something and you know some days as well it can be really frustrating because something that you think you cracked like you know a couple of weeks before and then you'll come to it again you're like why isn't this working today you know it's it's such a funny it's such a funny craft in that respect I think the fact that you have to kind of just let go surrender to the outcome yeah and like you know really take it back to like the process of making and yeah I totally empathize with what you're saying about that um that kind of like 
like I do I get this thing where I'm like how perfect does it have to be you know to, to be like let go as well so yeah. you know sometimes I think as well sometimes if you're if you're really used to kind of making pottery you'll see a lot of like imperfections and stuff that maybe other people like might not see they'll you know they might think yeah. it's like absolutely wonderful and I think um it's been really good lesson for me just in terms of like knowing that pottery is like innately a kind of organic um thing like you were saying it's like clay is like it's like it's going to do its own thing and sometimes it's really good to have almost like a kind of um the imperfections are sort of like almost like the mark of like the fact that it was made by a human you know a human being and it's gonna it's gonna have those marks in it or it's gonna have those like ever so slight differences and that's actually an intrinsic part of the beauty of it but yeah, yeah. it's very hard it's something I've really struggled with too just yeah. when to let go <laughs> yeah and I yeah. think I, I suppose I also like flip it over and I think when I'm buying handmade work I don't look I I have it I buy it because I you know I I love it and it's not I don't look for the same things that I would look for in my work and kind of like oh is that really supposed to be like that or is it, I just like oh I love that <laughs> it's a really different thing isn't it? yeah that's so true yeah exactly yeah um so I wanted to ask you about about as well like um I got really interested in this topic like where kind of ideas come like come from so like mm -hmm. um there's it, I, I've, I've really been sort of thinking about my own ideas and where they come from and they sort of sometimes they just pop in when I'm walking or sometimes they come from me doing action you know if I'm practicing something and then then suddenly two two things will be connected together so I've been yeah I've just been really fascinated by kind of other creatives and like where you feel your ideas kind of come from mm. um it's a really interesting one actually I can um really relate to what you were just saying actually I think um yeah it's a combination of things and yeah often the same there will ideas will pop into my head when I do something that's kind of unrelated um so yeah out, out for a walk <laughs> often um or uh gardening or like just something or just yeah cooking like doing something that isn't um yeah isn't related to pottery um, I do find that I I will take a lot of photographs when I'm when I'm out, um, uh, and and then I don't always I don't not that I'm thinking oh that could be related to this or this could oh that could work as um, it could look good on a pot or you know that kind of thing it's more kind of just thinking about how how objects will work together or where how the light's falling or you know how that tree's next to that one and um and and then I'll kind of see them all together and, and there'll be like a visual I can't think of the word like a fluency between something between that links them between between them um and then I feel like that naturally somehow works its way into what I'm doing so whether that's like the colors or the contrasts or you know the lines against the organic shapes and things I feel like those that will feed through from from the kind of the photography side of things um but yeah also like you say when you're making something it's when you're kind of going through a process I found more recently that I need to um if I'm making and I kind of get that kind of like, oh, maybe that could actually work better on its side or that could, 
be lifted up a little bit more rather than just keep going and making the same thing that I'm doing and going, well, I know it's going to work like this. So, you know, I have that, there is that part element of me that wants to just do that. And then I think, oh, no, actually, maybe I'll just, you know, change that a little bit and um, and things will just gradually develop as I'm, as I'm making them. Um, yeah, I think there's, yeah, that kind of experimentation, I think, is also me quite important I think um yeah that's that's so interesting I love that you take like lots of photos and then it kind of all like percolates and kind of like oh I love it it's so cool I think I think this thing about like um kind of you know like allowing yourself to experiment whilst also making a kind of standard thing I've really struggled like balancing those two things you know sometimes Mm. it's like you want to kind of just be I don't know just playing and then sometimes and then you think but that's that's it feels to me sometimes that that's not the it's not it's like kind of opposite to kind of actually producing something (laughs) they sometimes feel like opposing things and I think it's really good to give yourself like the space and freedom you know to do it to but to do both of them because I think that's definitely for, for me like where I can create better is if I allow myself like to to play more um yeah just think out try and think outside the the like the standard thing that I'm making like as you said yeah yeah I think that um yeah it's something that I really struggle with when you know when you're like oh well there's there's things I need to do today and it feels like um I just want to get on and you know and actually yeah I really struggle with like giving myself the time to be like unproductively make things like you know or feels like it's unproductive but it isn't that kind of that play, yeah just playing like no it doesn't need to be an outcome um I do find sometimes that using another medium like collage or something like that can sometimes feel um easier for me to, to kind of do, do it with no outcome or like drawing with my eyes closed or you know that kind of just something that um gets my hands doing something but without needing something at the end of it yeah completely in, 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 in a different way as well and I think if you're using your brain in a slightly different way it can that can also unlock um kind of a different way of thinking about pottery can't it so like if you're yeah like collaging or drawing it's it does feel it feels like unrelated but it's actually not is it it's all going into mm-hmm. the same yeah the same kind of um just general generally helping the that creative tap to be like open I think it's yeah it's really it's a really good thing to do I think yeah um so oh yeah so I wanted to ask you as well uh like whether you had any practices like that support your creative practice so for example like I have this thing where okay I'm trying this where I'm basically trying to keep all like the ideas that come to me in one place just so I kind of know where to go to get them you know so I'm trying to kind of rather than just leaving bits of notes around where I'm just like where's that where's that idea that I had you know I'm trying to actually record them in one place um and also digitally as well if I see something interesting I'm trying to sort of keep a record of that like interesting kind of links the stuff and things and I have found that really kind of supportive um just in terms of like you know trying to <laughs> trying to, trying to like uh, record things as they come in sort of thing into my mind um do you have anything like that Emily that you that you're doing or yeah anything that supports your creative practice um, yeah, I think on a practical level, definitely by keeping like sketchbooks and um, and notebooks. I started to go back to probably what I used to do, um, like when I was when I was at uni, and, and think 
more about kind of so when I'm when I'm reading anything, putting those in um, within my drawings and things as well. So it's all in in one place because it all kind of feeds in. Um, so yeah, definitely kind of notebooks and drawing drawing ideas. Um, and then I uh, something that's kind of slightly less practical, but um, in terms of supporting my creative practice, I recently at the start of the year did the artist's way um which is yeah judy cameron book oh amazing yeah um and i've been meaning to do it for a long time and actually um so i went through the process of it and one of the things that has actually slightly gone by the wayside but whilst when i was doing it was really um it it really helps which was the artist dates um, so it's like, uh, I don't know if you know, um, you've done it before. Um, so it's a kind of a pocket of time, essentially, that you can do, uh, I think a, she suggests a week, where you do something that fills your cup, essentially. So that might be kind of um, visiting a gallery or a museum or watching a film or reading a book or, some, or anything creative or going for a walk. Um, and just having that kind of a non-negotiable um, bit of time to do something, and that, um, and it's almost like I think she kind of describes it as spending spending time with your artist, um, and yeah, I felt that, that when when I was doing that, there was definitely a kind of uh, more of a flow of ideas I felt more kind of uh, that um and that experimentation came a lot e more easily yeah so I feel like that's something that <laughs> I can get back to you <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that so much because it's sort of as well like giving yourself permission to prioritize like creativity in your life isn't it so as mm. well so it's like saying this is important to me and I'm going to make time for it and not just like squeeze it in <laughs> this is a really important part of like who I am sort of thing which I, I love that yeah I think that's exactly it and I think it and and I think just that mindset saying this is important and then and I think that that then um that then fuels like everything else that, that I'm doing yeah yeah oh so good um, so just uh, to come up to the last couple of questions, I just wanted to ask you if you had any kind of tips for other potters out there. So like a potter that's listening and, you know, they, they, yeah, they're looking at your work. It's, it's incredible online and they, yeah, they just, do you have any kind of tips for someone? Well, um, I think about, this is a tricky one. Um, I think it's, <laughs> uh, I was, one of the things I'd say is that I found the, the, pottery community to just be like super um just like really friendly and welcoming and uh, coming from uh you know not just um not having kind of learning myself through what I'm doing um I found I would say just um just I don't know asking for help with or if there's any questions or anything like people are generally really like lovely and <laughs> just want to um help other potters so I'd say just uh, yeah ask any questions 
Um, and I think, I think, I'm sorry, that came out really strange, <laughs> strangely. Um, I, totally, I totally agree with you because I think there's this I love I love um do you ever look at like glazy.org which is this it's this incredible website where basically everyone's just sharing recipes glazer recipes and you know glaze recipes can be it's quite a palaver isn't it to kind of like make a glaze experiment on a other tile or something and fire it and I I love mm -hmm. that kind of community aspect where people are like just sharing they're like look I've put loads of work into this and here it is for you just to kind of you don't have to do the work sort of thing I I love that yeah and I've always when I've gone to evening classes and stuff I've always found yeah people like the pottery community very um it's a very it just feels like a very sort of safe place like very kind and gentle you know and I've I've loved that yeah. aspect as well yeah. yeah okay um yeah I think also um maybe just that that things can take time <laughs> Um, and um, I remember sharing something a while back, and um, and something had cracked, you know, right at the right at the end. And actually, I hadn't even noticed it until I was kind of polishing the surface. I was like, "Oh, this is one of my favourite things I've ever made." And then there was this big crack right down the middle. Um, and and I'd kind of made the point of, oh you know, things are taking a long time and maybe that's because I, you know, I don't have this background in this. And and another a potter friend had just said, look, this is it's part of the process. Um that's it's it's all right that things that things take time. Um and you just yeah just try and enjoy the <laughs> the kind of those those stages of it of the making and the experimentation. I mean, that's, yeah. that's such good advice, isn't it? To that everything, everything takes a lot. Like, I guess it, it's really good as well to be like to to kind of um, you know sometimes like I have this thing where I sometimes rush. I feel like I'm rushing and I want things mm -hmm. done. Like you know, just through life in general, you know, just like I want it now and I want to know how to do this now. But I think pottery is always undoing that because it's like it's like oh, you think you know how to do that? No, you don't and stuff. And it's kind of really good to be reminded of that that it's like it kind of just brings you back I guess to the present moment maybe and um and that and that like yeah in the same way like you know say, say like something like yoga is or something or martial arts some kind of martial art that you have to practice for years I think pottery is the same I think it's more just about like just um kind of the resilience isn't it just to keep on learning keep on going and um when things don't go right you know it's okay it's like yeah just carrying on like trying to trying to meet it with an open heart the whole time that's that's kind of how I feel like I try and have this thing where I'm like try and cultivate like a sort of self-kindness you know when things go wrong I'm just like well this is all information yeah. <laughs> all <it>. information <laughs> yeah yeah it is very it's very grounding in that way isn't it you kind of yeah. like okay right <laughs> okay here we go yeah here we go again. That again yeah back to the drawing board yeah um, yeah <laughs> so, um emily what's next for emily marston ceramics uh so i'm i'm working on a series of workshops which i'm hoping to do the first one in uh, early november so i just wanted to create a space really where people can come no with no experience needed at all and just come and um uh, yeah, just come and experiment with the clay. Um, we'd be making something in particular. Um, and yeah, just a nice kind of calm environment. Um, 
so yeah i'll i'll be releasing the dates for those it, but quite soon probably yeah um yeah. They'll be happening in Oxford, is that right? Your workshops? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping to do something quite locally in East Oxford um, uh, for the first ones, anyway. Um, yeah. And I've also been um, uh, experimenting with uh, pigments that, were, that are made from um, soil. I did a workshop um, last year with Kirsty uh, Kirsty Van Noort, um, a ceramic paint workshop, which was it just um, oh, it's just so interesting, <laughs> um, and again, it's one of those things that just needs 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 a lot more experimentation from from my side of things. But that's something that I'm really interested in. Um, creating these natural pigments that uh, and also things that are um that have like a a real kind of sense of place of where you know that that wherever their the soil is from will be you know they have these different colors and yeah, different feels to what they're making gosh that sounds so good that sounds really up my street as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love things that I've got really into recently, like um plant ashes, you know, and, mm. and testing different plants and and they have like naturally occurring pigments from from the earth where they're where they were grew basically. So it sounds yeah, it sounds really in a similar kind of vein. Yeah, that sounds so good. Oh, that's really exciting. So where's the best place for people to um, find out more about your work? So I, I have a website which is um Emily Marston Studio. .co.uk and then I'm also on on Instagram as Emily Marston Studio as well. Oh that's so good thank you so much Emily yeah thank you so much for talking to us today it's been fascinating to hear all about your creative process and how you make your pottery and yeah thank you so much for coming today. Oh thank you for inviting me it's been lovely to talk to you. Oh yeah right so that was me and Emily chatting about pottery and I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation about making ceramics and um yeah I, I just wanted to kind of summarize with some interesting takeaways from from me and Emily's conversation so I think the first thing that I thought was when I was listening back I thought was so interesting was just that this whole thing about kind of practice over kind of perfection at the end you know that ceramics is actually a kind of a practice and it's a practice in imperfection it's a practice in kind of taking imperfect action rather than this like you know kind of perfect pot that you get at the end you know this is where the beauty of pottery is it's in the kind of the learning the doing the getting the things going wrong the getting things wrong um you know the cracking of your favorite piece like emily was telling us about so um that's where the kind of you know this kind of cultivating this resilience this is kind of what ceramics is all about you know it's about the process enjoying the process of just making pottery um so yeah i loved i loved talking to emily about that um and I also loved what she was saying about, you know, taking herself out for like an artist date. I thought that was like really good and just kind of prioritizing. She's saying that, you know, about prioritizing her creativity. And I think, um, yeah, I think I really think I could learn a lot from that. And um, that's something I've 
gonna yeah cultivate more in my own creative practice and yeah I really found it was so interesting hearing about how Emily kind of like collects her ideas you know she's saying about photographs collecting those and yeah so interesting how um just kind of learning how your own creative practice works and then supporting yourself with those things you know if you work more um you know visually maybe you collect pictures or you know you work with more a kind of you know you you get ideas from taking action or you get ideas from when they pop into your head writing them down you know or if if your creative practice works in all of those ways I think it's really cool to kind of just learn more about how your own creative practice works and so interesting hearing about other how other people's creative practice works so yeah thank you so so much for joining us on the in this episode of the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast and I'm really looking forward to seeing you on the next episode see you soon happy potting until then <laughs> bye Thank you so much for joining me for the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Oxford Clay or eco-conscious pottery, there's so much for you on the Oxford Clay website. There's books, e-courses, there's a blog on there, um, loads of other podcast episodes, and I can't wait to share it with you. The web address is oxfordclay.co.uk. I'll see you over there.